Hello and welcome to the ID Talk podcast. My name is Peter Counter and I am the editor in chief of Fine Biometrics and Mobile ID World, which are constantly reporting on the latest innovations of digital identity in the healthcare space. And that is the topic of this latest episode of ID Talk, recorded live at the 2023 HIMSS Healthcare Conference. Identity and access expert Doug O'Gordon was on the show floor at the conference, and that's where he caught up with Dayon's president of new industries, Connor White. Their conversation begins with an overview of Dayon's work in the healthcare industry before digging into the factors that have contributed to the sector's historically slow pace of biometric adoption and why that's all about to change. White gets into the importance of multimodal flexibility in healthcare, and he concludes by running down the new markets that Dayon is pioneering, as well as offering some insights into the intersection of biometrics and generative AI. It's always a pleasure having Connor on the podcast, and this episode is no exception, so let's get to it. Here is Doug O'Gordon in conversation with Dayon's Connor White, recorded live at HIMSS 2023. Hi, Fine Biometrics and Mobile ID World listeners. Doug O'Gordon here. I'm live at HIMSS 2023. I'm sitting down with Connor White. Connor's the president of new industries at Dayon. Hi, Connor. Hi, how's it going good? Pretty good. Thanks for breakfast. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, first question, uh, anyone who's new to healthcare or uh, is in the healthcare market, that is, and is new to Dayon, mm-hmm. um, what is what do you do? Sure, thank you. So Dayon is, we call ourselves the Digital Identity Trust Company. <laughs> Um, and in a nutshell, we enable healthcare organizations to easily proof, verify, and authenticate their patient and provider identities through all business channels that they conduct business in, including web, mobile, contact center, and very importantly, in person, for example, in, the, in a pharmacy or a doctor's office or in a hospital. Our solutions are transforming modern healthcare by improving patient engagement, helping providers spend more time on providing core health services and not the administrative that goes around that, ensuring equitable access to healthcare, securing health records, and improving mm-hmm. revenue cycling for, for these organizations, which is obviously very, very important as we drive the efficiencies to the healthcare system. Great. And I haven't been to the show yet, but when I get to the show, it's sort of like finding customers or finding clients like you. It's like a needle in a haystack at the moment, but I see healthcare coming on as the next big uh, vertical market in biometrics. Now, why isn't healthcare racing towards the use of biometrics? Great question. And I, I think it's, it's, it's beginning to. I think we're, we're actually at a point where um, if you look at the trends that are happening, yeah. we have a couple of things that are fundamentally changing the use of, of identity and digital identity in healthcare. And, and to date, it's been paper-based. You know, when we go to the office, you fill out a lot of paperwork. And it's, it's annoying. People don't want to go to the office, the health office anymore. Um, you're seeing fraud rates. In 2019 alone, uh, so there was a 71%, I think is a number, 71% increase in theft of compromise of health medical data. The latest statistic I read was that the, the price for a, um, a health record is 20 to 50 times the price for a financial record on the dark web right now. Because health is very personal. It's extremely personal. As I was sharing with you earlier, I, you know, I've had my identity, uh, my, my credit card years ago was used for a purpose that I didn't, wasn't me, it was, it was a hacker. 
I call them my credit card company and I got the money back. You can't call your doctor out and ask to be made well again if you've got some sort of disease that's now in the public domain or some illness that's in the public domain. So it's, it's the most personal of data. And the only way to protect the most personal of data is to use the most personal uh, ways of, of authenticating the person, which is putting the human back in the zoo. Mm -hmm. And I firmly believe that almost all cyber attacks today are because we don't puts a human in the loop We put a proxy, a password, an IP address, a token. OTPs. OTPs. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the KBA is the worst of all the knowledge-based questions, right? Which, you know, quite frankly, everybody has the answers to. These are these things that create friction for legitimate users and easy access for uh, criminals, right? It's the, it's the worst of all worlds. Mm. Just put the human being back in the loop. Mm -hmm. uh, and and what, when you do that through biometrics, you actually make it a frictionless experience. And so what, what happened 10 years ago and over the last 10 years is in financial services, because of the fraud, the financial fraud rates that we're seeing, we grew a tremendous business there uh, with key customers globally who needed to solve that problem. And now we're seeing the same thing in healthcare modern markets. And that's really the fundamental pieces that's driving, I think, the, the adoption of biometrics today in healthcare. Mm -hmm. So keeping focused on healthcare and us at the show, I'm sure you've gotten this question multiple times. Uh, on the show floor is uh, what's the best biometric for healthcare? <laughs> yes, the best biometric healthcare is the same. The answer is the same as it is for financial services, for gaming, for automotive, and for a person. That's a loaded question, by the way. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's choice. It's it. There's there is no best biometric, and there's no worst biometric. We're all human. Mm -hmm. Every human is different, and our choices are different. Our, our environment at any given time is different. So, well, I think that's why I asked that because yes. uh, in the healthcare field, you may have a mask on or exactly. you may have so, gloves on. I may be wearing PPE. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, oops, excuse me. Oops. No problems. Uh, so I might be wearing PPE. I might be wearing gloves, but maybe facial recognition will work through the, through the glass. Exactly. In a dark room or something, and I might want to use my voice. And it's 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 whatever biometric is best uh, to suit the use case at the time. Sure. And it'll change even for the same use case and the environment in which the practitioner or the patient is in. Yeah. I mean, if I'm driving and I'm trying to uh, authenticate myself to a health portal just to get something, I, I might use voice. I right. might be talking to a, to a voice That's assistant. That's great. I know, mean, multimodal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the real reason why I'm sitting here next to you, uh, what are you showing at HIMSS? Uh, great question. So we are showing a lot, right? We are showing... Um, I, I was answering a question yesterday, you know, uh, what, what, yeah, tell me, give me one sound bite that it's right, what you're doing. I said 30 seconds. Excuse me. I said, in 30 seconds, I can show you how we can onboard a patient, validate, verify their identity uh, against the driver's license, for example, make sure they are who they came to be, uh, in, have biometric matching against the identity document, including liveness, make sure it's not a video or a fake, fake picture, and then capture their insurance uh, information and any other information needed. So we, we basically can uh, make, make that process minimal friction. We can also, because we're seeing a, a big trend in the industry right now um, of, of uh, clinicians, nurses and doctors moving around between hospital systems on a temporary basis for surge, being able to uh, verify a provider's identity and not just their, their actual identity, but their credentials, their nursing mm -hmm. certificate, their- Yeah, uh, what are they qualified to do? Exactly, and so we can do that. We can also, we are showing today, if you if you go by, you'll see. Oh, uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah please do. Uh, patient portal access. And then, you know, getting in, 
Today, there's so much data online and so many different systems and patients are they're getting confused and elderly patients are having a really hard time remembering how to use passwords. Oh, which system do I use? You know, so we, we make that a very seamless, frictionless and more secure process. And then, you know, call center, you can call a player center and in four seconds, four to six seconds of voice, I can authenticate you much higher than I can with any kind of knowledge-based authentication or yeah. phone number, lookup or any of that sort of stuff. And then lastly, what something that's really interesting is, and very new is uh, secure dispensing of medications. So think about the pharmacy of the future. Hospital health be pharmacy, but also, um, you know, regular retail pharmacy. You go in, you spend you maybe like 10 minutes in line, then you have to answer your first name, last name, date of birth, your address. You know, it, it takes a long time and it's not a very private experience. What if I could go in and prove my identity in a kiosk or a secure locker type environment and the meds we dispense uh, immediately? And it could be very personal. It could be a prescription I'm picking up after hours from my son who was asking, right? Mm -hmm. I could get that. There's no pharmacist working, but they could preload it for me. Oh, that's great. Or it could be Sudafed, right? So in that case, uh, I need to be over 21, and they, we can check the precursor databases, the state databases, to make sure you're not buying it every day and starting a med lab. This can all be automated. So you have efficiency for the consumer, very important, because that means that they want the technology they adopted. And you have operational efficiency for the pharmacy, reduce costs, higher stores, customer attention. Right, and it's we're just we're just modernizing that whole thing and that whole approach. Mm -hmm. And then um, just to add, no, what other sorry, markets? Right, that's with a partner of ours. Uh, so uh, they'll be there again today as well. You can see the key who is your partner? Bizboxes in this case. Okay, there's a, there's a, a great uh, startup company. They're really, really good. Uh, love working with these guys. Very innovative, um, and you can see that they're on tech. Uh, it's integrated into your offering, and what's really important is it's a continuum. I often talk about energy continuity. As a patient, I can register on a portal. I can go through my hospital, my doctor, and my pharmacy, all with the same single core identity. Well, and then real quick, because um, I want to ask you this last question, sure. but um, what other market, innovation breeds innovation. So we're talking healthcare today, but where do you see that box fitting into other markets? Where do you see your technology? What industries do you see? Yeah, so we have, what, three to five minutes in view? And right. I could spend three to five hours on this. There's so much. Of, in very quickly, the areas that we could be uh, interest and, and we've actually, we're getting customers in, in, in these markets are the gaming and uh, age verification within the gaming uh, context, uh, uh, compliance with regulations within gaming. We're seeing a big uptick in uh, automotive. And uh, I, I, like I, I recently sat with a, 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 a should you partner customer of ours and saw their vision for the future and the connected cars and it is going nothing like the car you, you, sure. you think we'd like to play. Uh, I think I see a tremendous market in that. Um, I see sports, sports arenas, and honestly, it's it's everywhere. Uh, I just the world is moving. The just all It's just moving to a whole. Everybody's transforming. Yeah, and a whole new level of trust is needed in oh, someone. So many more con uh, transactions are a consequence. So many companies that are yeah. in one area are actually uh, uh, doing providing services that where they need to know who they're talking to. And for that, the only thing that you that scales. You can't create more passwords for people. You can't create more websites with different user ID and passwords. You just cannot scale. The only way to solve this problem is to put the human back in the loop to make sure that at the end of the transaction, when you're authenticating somebody into a service, it's the right person. You are who you say you are. You are who you say you are. You yeah. are who you are. All right, so last question, and yeah. this will probably take 20 minutes, but let's make it a minute. Yep. Uh, where do you see ChatGPT fitting into all this biometric yeah. stuff? <laughs> 
Yes. The How about just with healthcare? We'll start with yeah, healthcare. Yeah. Well, well, well it's, it's what, what's in healthcare is actually in, in everything, right? I mean, a, a generic, a, a very quick answer to it. So, ChatGPT is, and the whole generative ML, ChatGPT is one example. It's the first baby born in that area, and there's more coming, right, every day. Um, and I'm, I love it. I've been using it for since the day I came out. Um, most people have, right? And so, what it does, let's take it in just simply in a happen context. We all get these phishing emails. We get like. 10 a day, right? Mm -hmm. And dearly beloved, or you know, your Coinbase account uh, is on hold. That's that's no. And they're generally not well written, right? But they're getting better. What ChatGPT does is because it's generative machine learning, it hyper uh, personalizes the interaction and it understands conscience. So I can feed it data about you and it will generate a very sophisticated attack. And then you get into the future where, uh, you know, Combine it with other things like vision learning or speech, uh, uh, generative speech uh, uh, generation. So we can now have a conversation with a bot. We could have that conversation. Um, one of the greatest heroes in the last hundred years is a guy called uh, Alan Turing. I don't know if you remember. It was a fantastic person, saved many, many lives, vilified for some other stuff, which was unfair. But he defined the Turing test. The Turing test is done. It's working, you know. I mean, we've right, we've blown past that, mm -hmm. that test in, in, in actuality because I could build something that would fool you, and you think it was me just on a Q and A back and forth. Right? How do you? I mean, your readers don't know this, but I'm actually here right now. But I could be. I was going to say, are you really here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but again, the way to defend against that is by by putting the human back in that transaction so, and bringing biometrics into it, right? And then, and so there's defenses there. So to, to net it all out for you, ChatGPT is a great piece of technology. It's part of our future. We can't undo it, right? It's right. that we can manage it carefully. And it's not just ChatGPT, it's that whole area of AI, but we also need to uh, guard against this use for nefarious purposes, which is happening today. And it's very hard to defend against. The single best way is by to human strong like digital identity and putting the human back in the loop. I love it. Um, thank you for your time. Uh, what is the best way for our listeners to get a hold of you if they have more questions about Dayon? Sure. Uh, our website's always the best www.dayon.com. Uh, How do you spell Dayon? D A O N. All right. And LinkedIn, Connor White, C O N O R, White, W H I T E. Um, and uh, those are probably the best ways, uh, and I'd be happy to answer any and all questions. Great. Thank you, and have a great hymns. Thank you very much. Cheers, Doug. Cheers. And so concludes our interview with Connor White, President of New Industries at Dayon. For more information on the topics discussed in this episode, visit dayon.com. And for more news, interviews, and educational resources on how digital identity is transforming healthcare, stay posted to findbiometrics.com and mobileidworld.com. I would like to thank Connor for joining us on this podcast. Thank you to Doug O'Gordon for conducting the interview. Our podcast theme music is by Logamrad. I have been your host, Peter Counter. Thank you for listening to the ID Talk podcast. Mm -hmm.